Hey, it's your girl Ashley Easton, founder of the Amateur Expert brand, and you're not going to believe what we have coming up for you next. Ooh, tell me more. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl Ashley, the Amateur Expert, coming to you live for a first time in a little bit. But welcome. If this is your first time joining us, so happy that you are with us. Um, we are going to be discussing career path, ideas of success, and um, inspiration, tips and motivators that our guest today has used along her journey. I am incredibly excited for her to be joining us. She is launching a new project. So it's always a good time to reconnect. Um, I, myself, am working on um, rebranding and uh, sort of expanding my other baby affirmed armor and so we've got a lot of exciting things to discuss today do 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 please tap in share with a friend um, let them know that we are live and that we are going to be inspiring one another with our stories and our journey uh, Tori is here with us so we are going to add her because I know how to do that. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am well. Thank you so much for joining us. Happy Thank Talk Tuesday. Yes, 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 yes. Happy Tuesday. Awesome. Okay, so Tori, let's jump in. Tell us who you are and what you are doing currently for work. All right. Hey, everyone. Happy Tuesday evening. I'm Tori Nichelle, and I have some exciting news. I am on the cusp of launching a passion project and a baby of mine called Maison Black. Maison Black is launching on October 20th in Detroit my hometown so excited detroit has done nothing but show out and show up for me and the crew of designers so shout out to everybody from detroit i see some of my people in there um but mason black is an online curated platform exclusively for black designers um i am so honored and humbled that I've been called to do this. I truly feel like I am walking in my purpose and it gives me chills. Ash and I were just talking about this before we went live um, because when you put something out in the universe and you envision it and then you're actually walking and when you know you've been called to serve or be of service and are being utilized as a vessel, this has become bigger than me in a sense. Um, and sometimes I feel that weight. Um, and the, at the same time, it's an honor. And I just want to make sure I, I do my Black design community right and, and honor all of our just trials and tribulations and celebrate mm -hmm. us. And, you know, we're here to create access, opportunity to champion design excellence, to share the stories too, and really own our own stories. You know, so for so long, um, I mean, it's in every industry, not just the fashion industry, but mm -hmm. others have taken our stories and wanted sure. to have our stories and journeys through their lens, but not through the lens of black women and men and, and others. And it's time for us to own our power, walk in our power, That's share right. our truths and build our legacies and our authentic way. And so that's what Maison Black is going to do. In addition to um, showcasing really fly designers and curating, you know, so you guys can uh, have some retail therapy online 24-7, um, we're going to share Maison Black stories with you. That's so beautiful. Okay, so tell us where it started. Let's dial this back some because this sounds like, oof, like this, is, <laughs> this has come from having to have endured so much. So I want to know first, um, when you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up and what was the motivating factor behind that? So I always wanted to be a fashion designer, um, probably <laughs> crazy enough. And there's, I'm going to tell, when I finish the story, I'm going to tell some folks that you don't always like know what you, and it's okay. Um, but I was super blessed. I always knew from what the time I can remember, probably around seven years old, that I wanted to be a fashion designer. And one of the things that I remember was a jump off point for me was my sister got this Barbie doll for Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, it was amazing. She was a black Barbie doll. She was a dark skinned Barbie doll. She looked like me. She had slits okay. on the side. 
And it came with some cheap fabric, some sequins, a glue stick, some scissors, and you could actually cut and drape and like make wow. your okay. So, you know, my best friends, Shannon and Chris, you know, like we, you know, we were the Barbie tribe, but the fact that I had this thing and it was called fashion by me. I mean, this thing was incredible if I could find that thing today, but that was like really my jump off point. And from there, um, you know, it all started me stealing my mom's fashion magazines. Um, I, I probably make some people laugh who know me or grew up with me, but I announced to the family that my design name, I was changing my name to Toto Gibbettini because Ooh. as I started reading these magazines, everyone had these fancy names. And like I was little, no one didn't tell me that these were Italian designers and that's, you know, that whole. <laughs> For sure, that is great. I love my that. So basic. So Tori Michelle is my full first name, but my last name is Gibbs. So when, I was like, oh, I need like a fancier name. It's got to have this ring to it. And Toto is my nickname growing up. Um, half of Detroit still calls me Toto, but that's a whole nother story, but it's fine. <laughs> I love that story. And oddly enough, or interestingly enough, um, I don't think I ever really knew what I wanted to be when I was growing up. I sort of wanted to be everything and still sort of do want to be everything. Um, but my middle name is Michelle. Spelled yes, yes, I didn't know that. Yes. And so yes. when All this we time? Can when we connected, I was just like, oh my goodness, right? Like insane, insane on how um, God aligned uh, our past on that, right? So, um, and I, at one point I really, I hated my name, Ashley. Everyone's name was Ashley. My mom sold it with two E's and I just wanted to be different. And so I was gunning for changing my name to Nichelle, um, but it never happened to Ashley. Well, Ashley, so to speak. I, I love Ashley and I love that your middle name is Nichelle. I love that name. I it's so beautiful. Love that name. It's so, so beautiful. <laughs> okay. So also, so okay, so you've always wanted to be a designer, which I think is amazing. Um, yeah. especially since it has actualized um itself into being your reality. Um, so what did you think success was at that point when you were uh what was it, Toto? When I was Toto Gibbettini. Yes, Gibbettini. When you when that was when you were sort of in that stage of your life, like what did you think it was going to look like to be a successful designer? I needed to get to New York. I just needed to be in New York and I had to go to a design school and I had to figure out how to get there. Um that was like my first stage of success. Um you know, I had to work hard, though. I wasn't like I was the best, like, artist in art class mm -hmm. or the best or, like, I picked up pattern making like that or draping. Like, I, yeah. like, had to work to, like, perfect and really hone in on my skills. And um, so that's, you know, that, that was kind of like the North Star for me. And an amazing, a girlfriend of mine I grew up with, there was two of us that were always really into fashion in school. And in the newspaper, a lady was featured who was a former model, um, designer. Um, she retired from the Art Institute of Chicago. Um, she came over from Europe and she started te teaching private lessons in her house. And her name is Christiane. So anybody that I grew up with knows that from junior year in high school to junior year in college, every Saturday for the first, from like nine to one, I did pattern making and draping and she taught me how to sew. And she really prepared me for, for New York. And not only just the, the technical skills to prepare me for design school but mm -hmm. she taught me how to show up as a designer yeah. and what it was going to mean and the grit and what I was going to face um, mm -hmm. as a woman in the streets of New York as a, a young person in in design school and then what it was going to be like in the design studio um, so that you know I, I'm sure my my story would be completely different if she she didn't uh, come into my life the amazing thing was she passed away when she was 89 or 90. So I, I had her for a long time throughout my career. I mean, she just yeah. passed away in, in 2017. Wow. So it was amazing. Yeah. Well, definitely sorry for your loss, but it's also a blessing to hear that she was able to impart so much wisdom uh, and give you that preparation yeah. that you needed. Um, okay. So you explained sort of, you've always had your North Star. You knew what you needed to do to get there. You And you found people and, you know, and, and ways to make that happen. So after 
um, or alongside with your mentor, what other things did you do along your journey to get you to where you are today? Like sort of what is, can you paint the picture for us of the journey as long or short as you'd like? <laughs> that <looks> fine. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, you know, I was very, I am, I was very determined. One of the words Christiane used to describe me, um, growing up was, um, She's like, you just persevered. I think resiliency, like you just, just pushing forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a blessing to be able to have a vision and then execute your vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that determination, I could truly see myself being a designer. And at one point I remember saying, even if I'm not supposed to be a designer, I knew I was supposed to be in fashion. Um, for sure. That was without a shadow of a, d- a doubt. But I was really hard on myself. You know, I'm a, a classic poster child Virgo. So I was like, if I don't get into design school, that's it. It's a wrap. I'll start from scratch. It wasn't meant to be. I'm not trying to be like the average Joe, like, and you know, so I was like, I, they just don't want me. Luckily, I got in the so <laughs> the dream kept going. But, um, you know, and that was crazy because, you know, when you go into college and they're like, you get the thick package, you're in and they prepare you and you get to pick all this stuff. And my mom's like, eh, you got an envelope from them. I was like, oh, I didn't get in. I, it was a mess. It was a whole bunch of drama. And I opened the envelope and it was like, you're accepted for the fall. Wow. Um, so it was really um really being able to really see myself and really vision, you know, and, and being able to make that vision come true. But, you know, the, it all started in, you know, Christian studio and I gave up Friday nights in high school for sure. Probably in junior, senior year, she grilled me. She did not want to take me. She said I was the youngest. All her students at the time were like in their late twenties, early thirties. I was 16. Wow. Um, she tried her best not to <laughs> take me on and I begged her. And then you know, as, you know, our relationship grew, she called me her, you know, she was like my second mom and she called me her daughter. She never had. And it was great. Um, but then getting to New York, that was a whole nother learning experience. And I would have to say, and I, I try to tell people in my life, I am so grateful for everyone who has come into my life and my roommate at FIT, Diana, better known as D. you know, she was an amazing. She took me under her wing um she she was two years older than me i mean not only did she like she's like oh girl you gotta work on them sketches like here hold up (laughs) let's do this yeah and but like she took me on the streets of new york like she you know and she's colombian you know so we had this you know you know, African Latino vibe going on. She showed me, you know, just everything, the good, bad, and the ugly, we were in it. And then, you know, we didn't have two pennies to rub together. So once we got close, you know, she, we were like, okay, this is our, this is our art school fund. And this is our like, you know, McDonald's Chinese food fund. (laughs) And we'd like, you know, stretch the $22 we had, you know, two weeks. It was crazy. Um, so, but that was a blessing. And, you know, it, it's just when I look on my journey, the the alignment I've had with so many amazing people has yeah. just been um, just out of this world. And, you know, I, I look at that relationship that D and I had that really started like truly ex- when I started like living that dream, yeah. um, you know, and having that pretty much like an angel, somebody watching over me when I, you know, first came to New York. Cause when I went to school in New York, that was my first time ever being in New York. It wasn't oh, like wow. I went trips or anything in New York. Okay. That was- and that's so interesting because to hear that, right. Because I grew up in Connecticut and New York was like, um, like a backyard to me, right? So my mom would take me to New York almost, I don't know, once at least once a month, um, if not more. And we would just go and, you know, it was just our place. And so that's amazing to hear that that was your first experience. And it, it, it's definitely a wake-up call, right? And it could be a bit of a culture shock. <laughs> it was real. For um, sure. Yeah, um, it really got real when I saw those, you know, we walk you know across the class and come back and you know there'd be mice walking the side of you and i'm like the hell this (laughs) (laughs) i didn't sign up for this now what are you talking about but you know it's all part of the grind in new york 
For sure. Okay. So I'm hearing that. So you definitely, you knew early on that you wanted to be a fashion designer. You were able, you aligned yourself or yeah, basically aligned yourself with people that were going to help you get there. You did get accepted into, um, did you do undergrad in fashion or like what, wh- I did. what were like the scholastic steps that you took? Great question. So I did skip over something. So I went to Michigan State and I was very strategic. I wanted to go to art school. And if you talk to my dad today, the story would be completely different. He'd be like, no, that wasn't how it went. But my dad was a a corporate guy. He's very big in education. He like did it all. Um, I didn't want as much education as him. I just needed to get to New York. Um, Mm -hmm. I was like, you got four years out of me for schooling. But I was the first creative person in my family and he okay. wanted me to fall back. And I was also the youngest and my brother and my sister changed their majors 50 times. So like, um, you can't go to art school. And I'm like, what do you mean you, I can't go to art school? He's like, yeah. He's like, if that doesn't work out. You need a fallback plan. You need to go to university. Um, so I ended up going to Michigan state university because I found that they had an exchange program where I could do the FIT program through Michigan state. But I still had to apply and send all my stuff and go through the whole portfolio process. But that was my creative way in of making my dad happy, getting the university degree and satisfying me getting the art degree. Now I can say, he's like, oh, damn, she did it. (laughs) (laughs) She's still doing it. (laughs) I love that. Love that. Okay, so that's, that's amazing. I didn't even know that that was out there. But again, because you were so focused, and that was, you know, like you said, your North Star getting to New York, you found a way. And I truly believe Jesus is my homeboy. And so I believe that when we are focused and our intentions are on the right thing and on what, you know, our calling is, he, he makes it work. So I'm so happy to hear that you had that drive and you, you knew from early on that's what you want to do. That was, that's not my testimony. Uh I was like your brother and sister and I changed my major 50 million times, yes. but it but did. And I, you know, I stress that to when I, you know, talk to, I do a lot of talent development um, in my other design life. And it's so important to mm-hmm. also let young people know you can change your mind. You got like the, the sky's the limit. You have so much time in front of you. It's okay. And, you know, even when I look at Mason Black, like, you know, to me, I'm like starting over from scratch. You know, one of the things my dad did always tell us is, you know, bet on yourself, you know, shoot that shot. Like, what are you waiting for? And, you know, so now it's like, you know, I'm going all in betting on myself, but you can change, you know, that's part of the journey and part of the exciting part of life is that you don't always have to do the one thing. You can do multiple things, um, you know, or shift at any time. It's, you know, it's our power and our control to do that. I love that. That's awesome advice. Um, okay, so now um, tell us what um, what is your idea of success today? You know, this was a whoa. You know, and you know, you were sending me some of the prep questions. You know, it has totally changed. You know, little Toto and Toto Gibbettini. Like I was one track mind. I was like, I'm going to be the fly designer and. and New York, you know, doing my thing, strutting my stuff down 7th Avenue. And, you know, success today for me is having balance, mm-hmm. really having balance in in all walks of life. It's not just a, just like one track mind career and career yeah. defines what your success is. And I also truly believe that success is different for everyone. Yeah. Um, and everyone's definition of success should be different for their own path and journey. And this took me a long time to say the success isn't connected to your career or what your job is. And I think so often we are taught that that's just part of like how we're wired or our culture is. And I think we have to shift that for the younger generation too. Um, because then it sometimes pigeonholes, um, cause not everybody's, you know, even made for college. Like I truly believe that, yeah. um, or, you know, the, a higher education, like certain talents, your innate talents are your innate talents. So success today means balance, you know, and we've talked about this in our masterclass with, with V is, um, and she's spoken a lot about this and it really resonated with me is, and I have a lot of girlfriends that have experienced this and we're in the same generation, B and I, is, you know, you're trained to be this like powerhouse woman, like, 
you know, we come from our parents like pays the way maybe they were first generation, you know, college um, or maybe not, but they set the stage for us so we could be if they weren't. And then it's like our moms wanted us to be these strong, really independent women to, you know, have our education, have our jobs, own this, you know, do all this. That's great. But somewhere along the line, the 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 balance scale it was like, no, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And then, you know, get that family. So, you know, success to me is having that balance where you can have a, a fulfilling career, but also have a, a fulfilling um, life with your family as well. Um, and that's really important. So I haven't achieved all that yet but I am that is my north star now like Mason Black definitely my baby but the north star is having that balance and having both and you know there have been people who you know have told me you know in some cases men that you can't have both in that balance but I truly believe you can I agree I, I agree completely and that is uh where I am right like I think I was so driven I think family first and that didn't work out so well and so then I was like career and then I was like ah, wait how do we can we can find that happy medium and yeah. so <laughs> that is that is where we are today making those steps daily to figure out okay how do we balance this how do we do this um of course being in quarantine sort of shut things up a little bit for everybody but you know it's all right it's happening they're, they're out there <laughs> um, okay so what is something that you um have recently learned, um, or I don't know, maybe you're still in the process of learning it that you wish you have learned sooner. Oh gosh. Um, I, I mean, I feel like I am definitely at the point, I think, I feel like I'm going to always be a student of life. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I am learning every day and with this new business, there's just so much for me to learn as I venture into, I'm really transitioning my career um, in fashion and tech and learning that tech and that digital side is totally different than even my my natural innate fashion abilities, what I was trained to do, that whole skill set. So all that is just new. Um, but I would say above and and beyond that i mean i would say leveraging your network too Mm. i think this is a big one um i am it is hard for me to ask for help just this just is you know and again maybe it's that like you got to be independent you got to figure this out for yourself yeah and leveraging your network and whatever that network is for you, whether it's your business, professional, personal network, um, you know, again, when you start, you know, I have over 20 years, you know, experience now in fashion and, yeah. you know, I should be able to leverage the network and the network that I've nurtured over the years, too. So sure. learning to be able to to leverage that and know that you know, part of the network is there are people that genuinely want to see you win and genuinely want to support and help you, but they can't help you if you don't tell them what you need. So learning that. And so that's been a big one for me. Um, A really big one as of late that I've just been realizing and trying to catch myself and saying like, you have, you actually have a village. You've built a village. (laughs) <laughs> yes. several decades so leverage the village I love that you shared that and I also love that you said that um, a network that you nourished and I think it's that is the most important part um, yeah. along the journey right and so I think specifically for I won't say my generation but like maybe the people just below but I, no I actually think it's a lesson for everybody to remember um, that just because I know you, Tori, doesn't mean that I can just call you tomorrow and be like, oh, hey, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I need your help. Maybe. But a lot of it is based, maybe I could, but <laughs> a lot of it is based on how the foundation of the of the um, uh, relationship and how it's built. And then yeah. also how you maintain it over time. Um, because I have found even in uh, recent years, once I think people see that you, um, one, are achieving your goals, or two, in different networks, right, that they think that they can automatically attach themselves to you and or that part of your network. And I think that is so important to share that it's not really how it works. 
right? Yeah. Like it has to be my personal opinion and uh, tell me what your thoughts, uh, a genuine connection um, and something that is fostered over time. And so, and I know Valicia, who is like our best friend in our head has, has, has <laughs> mentioned this time and time again, that, you know, if it's just a quarterly email, like, Hey, how are your family? How are your yeah. kids? Just to, and, and not to be, a, you know, a sucker or, a, you know, I don't know how to say kiss ass, but you know, like whatever, it's not that it's to just be in touch so that over time when you do, as you are building or as things are coming up for you, you can say, Hey, Tori, uh, I'm working on this project. Love your insight. Or can you give me your feedback? Or can you help me promote? Or what are your thoughts? Or, you know, as opposed to not hearing from you for 20 years, right? I think people approach you differently. And not to say that they won't help you, right? Those same people may help you, but it's, I think, their willingness to respond may may be different. Or, (laughs) you know. Yeah. So what what are your thoughts on that? No, it it is so true. It is... It's it, it a thousand percent true. And, you know, for me, it's I'm such a people person. Um, and, you, you know, having those genuine connections and, you know, I mean, it has to be it just has mm-hmm. to be <laughs> like it's negotiable. Um, as you said, it's just, you know, it comes out of left field when when it is you haven't heard from somebody in 30 years. You may not even recognize the person. I mean, it's funny. You said 20 years. I said 30 years. So you can <laughs> I just dated myself, okay? <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. No one picked up on it. So keep going, keep going. <laughs> but it does. Um, you know, everything, I just, yeah, I echo everything that you said. Um, you know, and again, it's in your personal life and in, in professional, too. I think it, it works both ways, um, you know, in, in nurturing that. And, you know, I had to learn, too, in this journey, um, in this next chapter with Mason Black is, um, you know, because I was like, oh, my gosh, I just really like people have poured into me and I am so grateful. I'm just like actually humbled and I just pinch mm-hmm. myself. And um, my girl Tiff told me to stop pinching myself and accept the blessing. Um, and and even another angel in my life, Lachelle. And um, because, you know, when you're when people are doing good and you're doing good, it's the universe is going to let you get back. And it may not be back to that same person, but you're going to be able to contribute um, to someone else in a way someone poured into to to me. So, you know, that's so important um, is just to be able to to pour into each other. And I have to say, you know, we I just love us. I love black women. (laughs) I I love black men. Like when I tell you the community in large family tribe just has showed up and has just, um, you know, when someone tells you this, this, I just want to see you win. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, to me, that is just, I mean, that's probably the best gift someone could ever give me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, it, it's, it's truly humbling. And that's why, you know, for me, I'm like, it, you know, I've got to bet on myself when someone's like, I'm do. I just want to see you win. Like what, what you need, what's today. And, you know, that's how this, you know, these last 18 months, um, really two years ha- have been. And I'm just so blessed for the folks mm-hmm. in, in my life. Um, I, I just can't say that enough. Yeah, no, that's great. But also I think that the truth in that is, is that when you win, where you're all winning, right? Because a part of, like you said initially, that you have finally, you finally feel as though you're like stepping into your purpose, right? And you have found a way to match your passion and you being of service to to others. Um, and in this way, you when you win, you are bringing up so many other people with you. So it's not even about you anymore, which is the beautiful thing, right? And so. Oh as I've shared this with you earlier, this is going to be major and it's going to blow your mind because it's, <laughs> it's not about you. <laughs> it, and you know, you are just the vessel and it's going to be so amazing. You know, and that is the best way when people ask me, like, and people have asked me, Tori, are you going to do a collection? Are you, you know, are you doing like touring the shelf for Maison Black? And, I was like, it's not about me though. Like I, I, and people get, you know, they're like, no, you gotta do, you know, you gotta bring Tori and Michelle back. And I'm like, but that's not, 
maybe it will come down the road, but For that's sure. not what the calling is now. That's not what I've been called to do now. And that is very clear. And I, I think when I use the word, people are like, how do you feel? You know, you're launching in two weeks. I'm like, I'm excited and terrified because I'm like, it, I'm just, I, I, I'm the that vessel. I'm walking in my purpose. I just, I wish I could describe it, but I've never felt this before. Um, I see so many um, of my, my folks uh, out there, uh, Hi, everybody. The Detroit tribe is strong. And I got to give a shout out to my girl, Frenchie. Um, Frenchie is my um, twin business partner. She hey, is Frenchie. the black fashion movement. And her next luxury fashion experience is in Atlanta, the mm -hmm. same time as my Detroit event. So it's killing us. Uh, but it's the 21st to the 24th. So everybody out in the ATL has got to go out and support the black yes, fashion yes and know that Maison Black and the Black fashion movement are, um, you know, we we go deep with each other. So shout out. Love that. Love that. And blessings to you, Frenchie, on uh, on your ATL event. We got to get you on the show next. Let's let's spread the love. Let's get everybody uh, a chance yeah. to hear about your, your, your journey as well, because I'm sure it's just as inspirational as Tori's. Um, this is this is really blessing my soul um and i'm so excited i'm so excited uh for you um and i want to know what are some of the tips and motivators you've used um along this journey one of the things i mean this journey is so different from the the toto gibbettini going into the tori michelle journey because i truly had a one-track mind um you know my life forever changed June 24th, 2016, when I lost my mom. I lost her in eight and a half weeks. Um, so my key motivator is time. My key motivator is living in the present. My key motivator is to know that this right now that we're doing may never happen again. Mm -hmm. um, the, you know, the, when I say goodbye to loved ones, it could be the last time I say goodbye, you know, that last time. Um, so I don't play with time anymore. I don't play with not being present for people. I think I always have been truly present or as present mm -hmm. as I could be, yeah. but I'm so much more conscious about that now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I will probably, you know, never feel like I'm walking on 100% level ground anymore without my mom. And again, yeah. I don't know how to explain that to anybody. I just want to protect everybody in my world and my sphere from ever feeling like that. Mm -hmm. um, but so when I am in a room with a friend, um, a team member, somebody that works with me, a family member, um, an acquaintance, if I'm going on a date, it is because I truly want to be there um, and want to spend time with you because I do not play with my time anymore. I just don't. It's so precious and it can be snatched away in, in a second. Um, and I also learned that that balance piece, which is is making sure you take a step back or taking, you know, pulling yourself out of the weeds or whatever it is. Um, you know, the a lot of people talk about um, wellness and what everyone's wellness regimen is. And every again, it's so different mm -hmm. for for everybody. Uh, for me, about three years ago, I committed myself to um, starting to work out again. I was mm -hmm. like, I have been blessed to have had this, you know, knock on wood, fairly healthy, like, frame I pretty much do nothing to maintain it but like things were getting a little like out of whack and I was like you got one job now it's just to maintain like you can do that like you yeah. can get move a little bit more mm -hmm. and um I also needed um some type of therapy or guidance after I lost my mom and I thought I was fine for a long time and I actually was not living in New York I moved away for a job um I moved to Milwaukee which is a whole nother that's a whole nother life for another day. <laughs> Good news is, is that was only for four years, but I thought moving back to New York was going to like solve it and I would be at peace and it wasn't. And then um, there was this, I, I was actually watching someone's live or saw it on a um, 
someone's IG. And I found an amazing person who became my life coach. Um, and she changed my life and she's very much an instrumental part of my, my life today. Um, and, you know, so was, and then that's when I found Ra, who, um, I started training with and really, you know, he's like, no, you can be an athlete. He's like, you can be strong. You can do this. Um, and he's still one of the most consistent people I know, which is amazing. Um, and then I look, there's, you know, about, Actually, it was actually the beginning of this year. I'm like, I need to do something that like brings me down or f helps mm -hmm. me find balance or grounds me. Like it's yeah. great to go hard with Ra, but I'm like, I need something to bring me down. I need something to balance. I need something to, you know, continue to like embrace my my the softness of mm -hmm. me, the 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 feminine side. And again, another angel came into my life who I started doing virtual yoga with. But okay. I mean. She sends you these playlists. I'm like, we, you sure we doing yoga here? Like, you know, it's got like soul and rhythm, and like, it's like it's a beautiful thing. And for me, having that amazing rotation of just um, when you can pour into yourself, and it's yeah. not just, um, you know, it's it, it, none of it is like aesthetics. It's all like inside, you know, and making sure you're maintaining. And um, I would say that coupled with um just the my family and my tribe around me they are the biggest motivators in my um life and seeing them and seeing how they show up for me and you know seeing their kids um and wanting to make an impact um my right hand luna um i actually found a note that she wrote me earlier in the year actually she wrote it on women's um women's history day and um you know you just never know who's watching you you know and you can change even if you change one person's life in your lifetime you've done good but you just never know who you can inspire in that next moment so those are my motivators you know i try to just you know not waste time um and show up for for my tribe that was beautiful all, all of it <laughs> i'm just like soaking <laughs> Soaking it all in, soaking it all in. But time is so precious. And I have found um, that I used to, because we're changing, do a really good job at wasting, <laughs> wasting my time um, and talents and things of that nature. And it, it doesn't serve anyone um, because I truly believe that we're not here. Um, none of us are here on this earth to serve ourselves. And so um, thank you for sharing that and being vulnerable with us today. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to, again, tell us more about your project. How can we support you? Um, drop the, the hashtags, the at, the, the dates, all of the things, um, and we'll put it in the show notes. Um, but again, I'm so thankful that you took the time to do your first live with us. Yes. That you were sharing your journey with us. Um, and I know because I read your bio, everyone read the uh, read the bio in the show notes. I know that you have you have had quite the career and to step out in faith in this way is amazing. And so I I, I know that your heart is in it for the right reason. And again, that's why I keep saying it's gonna be major. Um but yes, give us please um the deets. Let us know how we can uh support you and things of that nature. Yes, yes, yes. So um, for, you know, all my strong, I got 13 strong IGers tonight. I'm sure all y'all are my family. <laughs> I, love I love it. I think the biggest thing right now is, you know, everyone tell your networks, um, whether your networks are on social media, in your, you know, job community that, um, go to masonblack.shop, sign up. So we have your information and in um, our database. So when we go live on the 20th, we have your information. If you're on IG, post it. We're about to drop our launch video tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, it introduce all the designers. We're doing um, a runway presentation in Detroit. Um, and there's six fabulous designers um, that are going to be Part of it and everyone will be introduced to those designers um tomorrow you'll get to see them um and you know it's so it's so special um there so 
why if you ask why Detroit, why may sound black why detroit why now and the time just seems right for for all this if you look at what you we've all been through over the last two years in the black community and we're still going through it but you know there needs to be somewhere where we can shop us, support us. And also, you know, I want to give people curated experiences. You know, I, I don't want it to just be like, oh, you can get this or get this, you know. Um, you know, want to make sure I'm bringing um, newness to to folks, um, helping the customers find cool new designers and also designers that have been doing this for a long time who like exemplify design excellence and creativity um, and just haven't had the platform to sell or showcase their products. So really providing that. Um, Detroit, so there are six designers that, you know, I have grown up through the ranks when in New York and they are joining me and celebrating the launch of the Maison Black site. So I should preface this, let everybody know, Maison Black is online only. You will see um, pop up and launch activations as we continue to grow in certain cities, but it is an online business. Um, and then we're doing a pop up, anybody that's in Detroit at Shinola, um, and we'll be there the 21st to the 23rd, and you'll get to meet the designers in person, um, do a little shopping um, and shopping online with us at the store and, you know, doing some pre-orders and all that good stuff. So it's going to be a good time. You know, Detroit's always a good time. Like, you know, it's Motown. I've never but... been. I've got to get there. All right. We got to get you there. We definitely got to get, get there. there. Before, Question. But... So for yeah. if I was a, a designer, um, and I wanted to be a part of the experience or is like, how, how do I get tapped in if I'm not if, like, so I actually would be a, uh, a shopper, right? I'd, I'd be going in for the curated experiences, but if I was someone who um, was a designer, how, like, how does that work? Do you handpick them? Is there a selection process? Is there an application process? What, is, what does that look like? question. Great question. There's not an application process. It truly is more organic and handpicking. And because we're curating collections, um, we want exclusive pieces um, or pieces that, you know, we can present first and foremost on the Mason Black platform. And they'll be themed out. So the unique thing that you'll get for this first drop will be um, curated pieces, but each designer will have a shop and shop on Maison Black. As we go forward, there'll be curated stories. So you may be mixed in with several different designers um, under a certain story or theme for that specific drop. Um, but I would encourage all the, you know, anybody interested, you know, I have a huge database, but you know, the fun part is the, the, the discovery too, and mm -hmm. going and researching and learning about, you know, new designers and, you know, what they're doing and following their growth and, you know, sure. getting referrals. So I encourage, you know, shoot me, um, shoot me, um, an email. You can email me through the site. Um, okay. also follow Mason Black New York. New York is spelled out. That is our Instagram handle, um, Maison Black New York. And um, you can also, designers can um, reach out to me through um, the Instagram there. Um, they can DM me, Tori Nichelle, and um, we'll definitely connect. Um, you know, we, again, want to continue to to shine light on us um and um you know as we're building the platform also making sure we're sharing the platform to um spotlight again emerging and established designers you know and really i should preface our our the segment of the industry that we're really zeroed in on is what we would call advanced contemporary or um, accessible luxury. Um, so you're going to see price points um, probably between $298 on the low end to about $998 in this first drop. There are going to be pieces that are around $1,400, $1,500. Love that. Love that. Out of my price point, but I'm going to plug it. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the way listen. my account is set up, Tori, you know, you're going to have to come up with a, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to get the sale, the sale, the sale version, you know, <laughs> the, the end of season sale, I'll be there, but I'm going to support you and, and repost, uh, in the meantime, in the meantime. 
<laughs> that's not going to be my testimony forever. Uh, but that's where we are today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, as someone just said, it's so exciting. A major congrats to you. Uh, and like I said, you are be, you're going to, it's not about you. So it's going to be so major. Um, so Tori, I am the amateur expert and I claim to know a little bit about a lot. And so we are coming to the part of the interview where I ask you to please share with me a random fact, um, a snapple fact, a, a tidbit of information, your favorite quote, anything that I can say um, that you taught me. That I taught you. Well, I'm glad I um, you clarified that because I was my answer was going to be real left. <laughs> but we're bringing it back to center as we uh, close. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, boy. Um, I would say, gosh, um, I feel like I'm on the spot, even though I know I was uh, knew this was coming. Um, I mean, one of the quotes, you know, I know, um, you know, with your business and having affirmations, um, you know, there's one quote where some of my friends will totally tease me and make fun of me. Some of my old coworkers that I used to always say, live, laugh, love, which I truly mm -hmm. believe that is true. So like, yeah. um, you know, I, it, I was raised um, with just leading with love. One of the things that both my parents embodied was leading with love in everything you do um, and love is unconditional. Um, so I always try to approach life and all that I do with love. Um, but I would say it's like a quote, um, and I feel like it's very, uh, one of my favorite quotes, and it's just resonates with where I am currently and in my life is um, when, what is it? When you, um, when you walk with your purpose, you collide with destiny. And I, you know, I don't know if I'm, I feel like, I don't know if I'm at that point, but I do know I'm walking in my, I feel that I'm walking in my purpose right now. Um, so. Um, That's good. I like that. I like that. But I also want to know what you were going to say originally, because <laughs> no. you have to share it. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's like the silly, crazy part. So I thought you meant like, tell tell you and the folks on here who are listening a fun fact about myself that you may not know because you think like everything you know instagram you can think everyone's all sunshine and okay well, sure. it. let's 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 get to know more about um tori nichelle yes which i will say like i don't know how to even use a filter so you really are getting true tori when i post <laughs> up <laughs> um but the fun fact i was going to share is that i was um a mascot in high school. I was Sammy the Bruin. No way. Yes, I was. Like for games and, and stuff? Yeah, I was the... <laughs> that is great. So I, when I first read your question, I was like, oh, okay, I got something in my back pocket I can pull out. No one ever thinks that, like, I was a mascot. Yeah, I was straight up Sammy the Bruin in high school. I love that. And and I'm glad that you shared that with us. That 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 was perfect. <laughs> that friend. was story. <laughs> Thank you for that. And so as you alluded to earlier, I am uh, in the process of building out a firmed armor. We um celebrated our one year anniversary this weekend. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, still in the process of learning and growing and just learning even what it means to be a businesswoman and all the things. Um, but I would love for you to share with us, please, your uh, go-to affirmation. What is something that you recite to yourself um, and say um, to get to get you going? Oh my goodness. Um, you know, I mean, look, my prayer is like 49 minutes long every day now. <laughs> I barely get to sleep because by the time I start my morning prayer, my my good night prayer, the day is like collided. Um, you know, I just, for me to get up and do the work that I do, I need to have peace of mind that the Lord has covered my family, that mm -hmm. everyone is covered and is safe. My family and my loved ones, first and foremost. Um, and that is how I honestly start my day. And it has nothing to do with my business or mm -hmm. my work, but it is all about keeping us covered um, and keeping us healthy. We've been so blessed to, you know, 
everyone has remained healthy through this ongoing pandemic. Absolutely. And um, again, learning the hard way to how precious life is and how precious your health is. Yeah. Um, I that needs to be I need to be at peace with that every morning before I start my day. Um, and because I live away from my family and loved ones, it's that much more important because yeah. I don't see everybody, you know, I don't know if your grandmother, or your mom's like, my grandma, and mom, I, I just need to put, lay eyes on you. I didn't even lay my eyes on you. I don't get to lay my eyes on everybody yeah. all the time. Yep. So yep. Yep. That's no, my, that's, that's so good. That's so good. And that's literally, uh, in my morning prayers, God, please, um, Please cover my family, uh, protect the, protect them from hurt, harm, and danger, um, and keep them on. Uh, keep allow them to keep you at their center, um, and allow them to just walk in in your footsteps. Uh, I say yeah. that daily, <laughs> um, daily, because I'm also now away from home, and my mom will call and say, uh, you know, or she'll FaceTime or duo me because I'm still trying to convert it to Apple, but she has not there yet. But she'll be like, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen you a few days. So I had to, so I had to call you, you know, just to lay my eyes on you. So yeah. from one Nichelle to another, I completely understand. <laughs> I middle name's Nichelle. It is, but I'm, I'm N-A-C-H-E-L-L-E. I love it. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, well, thank you again for sharing with us. I am forever grateful to Valicia for bringing us together. I'm forever yeah. grateful for you for saying yes. Um, and I am so excited to see your um, your new baby grow. Uh, and thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Ashley. And again, thank you, Valicia, for all the work you've done in bringing us together in the masterclass. Um, this is just a testament of, of, you know, Valicia's work. And I'm just, you know, I'm so blessed and honored that you, um, you will be such a special part of my journey. And please know this, you doing this first ever podcast I've ever done and <laughs> first ever live and wanting to share my story. Um, I just, I appreciate you so much. I thank you so much. And I'm excited to have you on this journey and grateful that you wanted to share the story about me and Mason Black. So thank you, Ashley. It's truly my pleasure. Truly, truly, truly my pleasure. Um, well, everyone, thank you for joining. Again, follow Tori Nichelle, follow Mason Black in New York, all spelled out. So all the details will be in the show notes. Um, just guys be good to yourself and be good to others yes. and as tori said lead with love have lead a great day and we will see you next week bye, bye everyone